小猫。Hi， 小猫。We have a very interesting episode today for you. We are going to talk about the biggest cock blocker. <laughs> We're going to talk about the biggest cock blocker in your life, and guess who that is? Who? Yourself. Me, I am my biggest cock blocker. Yeah, so Rebecca will always be Rebecca's own biggest cock blocker. But I, but I don't. You don't like. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another topic for like, another day. And I don't have. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I am my biggest cock blocker. Right. And then you, dear listener, you are your own biggest cock blocker in your life. Yes. And mm. our subtitle is reasons why you are not living life to the fullest. So we're going to explore some of the very common reasons why you're not showing up for yourself, right? Interesting just, topic. Yeah, exactly. How like, many of you feel that you're living life to the fullest? Put up your hand. I have Living life to the fullest. I want to unpack what it means to live life to the fullest. Are you asking me? Together, we can yeah. unpack it a bit. I guess uh, for me, living life to the fullest means that you go all in. Mm-hmm. You go all in. You explore. Um, you are courageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are brave. You are constantly curious. You try, and you figure things out, and you enjoy the heck out of life. Yes. That's what I mean by living life to the fullest. fullest. Like, do you, okay? I think the question is. The other way, easiest way to ask this is, do you feel alive? Yeah. How do you feel today? Do you feel alive? Mm. Do you feel like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Like my life is like, I'm thriving. I feel so connected. I feel great. Yes. I feel good. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Do you, Rebecca? I, I think do. today you do, right? Especially today, right? I do. I feel so alive. Yeah, I am also. This so, week. This week for me. Yeah, so attuned. I look at the trees. They look alive. Yes. Hey, can I tell you something about it's trees? It's electric. Can I tell you something about trees? Okay, so you know like I'm not my new house now, I can, this big tree in front of me, right? So it's actually one of my favourite yeah. spots to just stare at the tree now. I want to confess something. Last time, oh, when you I was younger, like trees. yeah, when I was chasing, I realised that as I was chasing all the very common metrics of success during the time when I was thriving also, uh, before yeah. my meltdown. Inverted commas thriving. Yeah, inverted commas thriving when I was like going for more, 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 buying things, you know, buying clothes, wearing expensive jewellery, watches, you know, making money, thriving, you know, mm. going to events and parties. That period of me, I don't see trees. You didn't like nature. I didn't like nature. I don't see them. <laughs> I mean, I like animals. Okay, I like furry animals. Very selected ones, like dogs and rabbits. rabbits. That's about it, right? But yeah. trees, I never I never see them in, in their glorious state. I always feel like they are waste. They're taking up space. Oh. Waste, I like, don't know why. I think they're very uninspiring. Huh. I think they're, I look, they look very dead to me. They look like they're very boring. I don't know why they have trees. I'm being honest here. Like, yeah, yeah. My relationship and my, my understanding for, for trees, especially in Singapore, when it's very green right everywhere. Like, I'm like, it's just taking up space. Where's the pavement? Like, what is this thing doing here? Like, hang hoi la, let me get to where I need yeah, to go. Yeah, like, it's so boring. And then when people started to, like, expound their love for nature and how it's healing and how it's so beautiful, it's, it, it generates oxygen for the world, you know, it, it manages the temperature of the, the world, the universe. I'm like, 
No. <laughs> I think they're like they're just taking up space and they're very boring. I don't know why they're here. I don't know why they live such long lives. So what happened? So how, when do you start to appreciate trees? It's a graduate, it's a gradual thing. It's not like I actively sit here and try and appreciate plants. It's yeah. just that I realize that there's a correlation. Yeah. As I move away from the very human metrics of success, as yeah. I do more self-evolution and involvement and I tap into the more the softer things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like purpose of life, meaning of life, soul alignment, you know, all those things, universe, love. Yes. You know, like um, how we're all connected. And then I start to feel very connected to the <laughs> plants. Like now I can Finally. look at... Yeah, now I can look at and I say, oh my God, they, they calm me down. They bring my blood pressure down. Mm. They bring me comfort. Yeah. They, they are alive. They are thriving. And you realise we're made of the same stuff. As trees. We are made of the same stuff. Explain, explain that. Carbon, right? Ah, correct, yes. Essentially, we're all of us made of the same stuff. Yeah. So the and tree then, is as alive as mm, I still don't have green fingers. Like, now, whatever I oh, young, you still I plant, kill still all the plants. Die, uh. But at least the tree outside my house now, and it's not killed by me, it's still like flourishing. And you don't think that it's a hindrance? Anymore. No, no, I'm like, we need more of these. Like, yeah. oh my God, you know? I like, look at the tree, and then I look at all the different shapes and sizes, and I can appreciate them. You have evolved. I love it. Like, I'm like, mm, yeah. the flower, the petal, the blade of grass. I'm yeah, like, what, what's, yeah. ha- what's happening? <laughs> You're yeah. alive, long. I am. I yeah. am. So I just wanted Isn't to it? tap on your, your, what you said about being very you know, connected. Attuned yeah, to, to like, the, the trees. Because yeah. I am like that also these days. Yeah, I know. Because to me, I feel to live life to the fullest is really to understand that the truth, right? The truth mm-hmm. is that we're here. Mm-hmm. And we got everything ready mm-hmm. that we need mm-hmm. to live this life long. Mm-hmm. And this life is actually like a game. Mm. Right? And I think that is so amazing. Why is it like a game? It's a game because you can, you know, you can do something, you can change an outcome. Mm. Right? So this game can go anywhere you want. Right. You can play it any way you want. Right. And it's up to you. It's like Minecraft. You can build anything you want. Correct. Don't you think it's a miracle that when you move something, it moves? You yes. know, like, yes. you throw something, you can throw something across the room. Yeah. You know, like you can actually change something. Yes. In this world. Yes. You're like a wizard, right? Yes. Yeah. And then there are all, all sorts of interesting parameters like there's gravity. I, I was, oh my God. Oh my right? God. I was just thinking about the gravity. Like it's there. Yeah, right. Like, there's yeah. this weird thing that the game master created. It's called gravity. Correct. There's wind. Yeah. And you, you just learn how to use the gravity yeah. to do things. Yeah. So I think part of being alive for me is opening my eyes to all these things that are so like or so-called ordinary. But, but so magical. But are actually the real magic of yes. life. You, you know, it's this is so in line with my core intention and core desire for this year, which is to juice the marrow out of the ordinary moments, right? Yeah. The things that we take for granted, the everyday things. Mm. So I think in a way that's why now all like every single blade of grass or like a, a petal or a tree or a flower like... or like a sad looking little flower on the pavement, like it just I see it. You know, I see things now. I see it. You see things. Yeah, I see oh, things. That, yeah, I see things and I'm like, I didn't like they didn't used to excite me or like interest me at all. But mm. now I'm like, mm, mm. <laughs> look at this flower <laughs> that's about to die. It's like it's got brown petals, you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, interesting law. Yeah. How life becomes so alive right now when you can see. Mm. Right? And it's very funny because when you feel alive, right? Normally, things that bore you don't bore you anymore. Mm-hmm. For example, for you, trees, right? Mm. Or like a simple walk. Yes. You know, like suddenly a walk is yeah. 
so interesting to Last me. night I went to run, right? So mm. I was running. Then I was just like, there was a bit of a breeze. Yeah. Then I was just feeling the breeze in my in ah. my face. Then I smelled the, the plants like at night. Huh? And I was like, then I go like, oh. oh. Do you realise in that state, right? You, you need very little to be stimulated. Yes. But when you are in your very human state, right? your brain needs a lot of things. Like mm. It needs to be very entertained. It needs Netflix. Mm. It needs to go to a lot of websites, look mm. at a lot of things, Twitter, mm. right? Mm. Because I think that one is more like a mind stimulation. Whereas the other one is like, you're just connected and it's like a soulful experience and it's so rich. Yeah, you're just being very present. Very plugged in, right? You're very pl- yeah, you're plugged in. You're yeah. not disconnected. Correct. It's the connection. So, so I think that is the state that we should... Are talking about. We're talking about and that... This is the state that we want to be in. As a human being, we want to live life fully. Not just, oh, you know, like, live life fully as in, oh, I'm successful, you know, make a lot of money, um, fulfill all the things that society needs me to do. Not that kind of Get married, have two kids, that kind. Correct. Doesn't matter. If you want to do that, fine. But make sure that you're so connected to what you're doing, right? Yeah. Fully is alignment. Yeah. I love this exploration. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, shall we dive into all the reasons why? Yeah. I've okay. got some, I have a whole list of things. Okay. Huh? So, the thing is, your mouse. So, just now, Becky, before the recording, she was asking me, hey, do you, do you think there's such an urgency to do a topic like this? Like, why do you feel called? And I'm like, I want to do this because this is kind of like a high level overview of all the most common cock blocking things that mm. I see my clients struggle with. Like, when they come to me, when they are stuck, why is it they can't move forward? Mm. Like, why can't they? go and live that life that they so want, these are the reasons. Lah, and I've kind of distilled them. Right. Mm. So naming it is so important, right? Otherwise, yeah. they just think, it's just me. Lor. Correct. So you can check. And the thing is, once we call life. it out, you know exactly what you can do to undo it. Yeah. Okay. So number one. Mm. Number one is waiting for permission. Mm. It's like a lot of my clients come to me, right? And then they tell me their stories and everything and what they want. And I ask them, what is it that you want? Right? Then they'll tell me, tell me, tell me. They're clear, you know? They yeah. want this, they want that. Then I say, so what's stopping you? Why, why, aren't you, why haven't you done it yet? Mm. Right? Then why? they go like, I don't know. I said, okay, if you are waiting for me to grant you the permission to do it, I'm giving you 10,000% permission. Uh. Go and do it. Mm. And then they go like, oh, you mean I can? I say, hell yes! <laughs> so of course! Like, that's why I mean, you are your own biggest cock blocker. Like, yeah. this, it's a mindfuckery, right? Like, for me, sometimes, last time, I also like, I feel like other people need to be on board. Mm. Like I need to get other people's blessings. Mm, 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 mm. Other people must believe in my idea more than I do before right. I believe in my own idea, before oh. I go and do it. Then you feel confident, you feel pumped up. Yeah. But I'm like, no, mm. you can decide that that's what you want to do and you go and do it. So don't wait for permission. Don't have to. Don't. And then if let's say you're afraid that you do something and then later it gabra, right? Like it backfires, right? It doesn't matter. It's fine. Right? That's another reason why people don't live life fully, right? Correct. they're so scared of failure. Correct. They want to onboard other people so that other people say that it's okay if you fail. Yeah. Or if you fail, it's okay. No, 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 yeah? <laughs> you have to be bold no, enough no, no, no. I to like stand that. up for yourself. You, the only permission that you need to grant is your own. Mm. Right? And also, talking about permission, nobody can do no shit to you without your permission. Mm. Okay? So, remember that you are your own biggest cock blocker and you can also be your own enabler. Okay, end of episode. Done. Yes. So, that that's the most important permission. thing. Okay, see you in two weeks time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Number yeah. two. Number two. Blaming others and yes. external circumstances for everything. Mm-hmm. Everything that goes wrong. Mm. 
And this is like not taking responsibility for yourself, uh, which means you're lurking in emotional childhood. I think that is the easy way out long, a lot of times. Mm. Right? Blame everything else except myself. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah, so guys, Samaos, there is this new concept that I want to teach you guys. There is this what we call above the line thinking and below the line thinking. So whenever you find yourself um, blaming a person, blaming an external circumstance, once you notice that, you know that you are thinking below the line. Below the line meaning that you are not rising above the occasion. You're not rising above the line. You're mm. not taking full responsibility. You're falling underneath it. Yeah. You're saying that this line on top of me is drowning me. Yeah. So you have to rise above it, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. So the thing is, victim mentality, a lot of my clients come to me and they usually will tell me their drama, their life, why they're so upset. You know, why they're struggling, why they're feeling a certain way, mm. right? It's because they think that all these things that have happened has caused the way they're feeling mm. and the results in their life, right? How they're suffering. Yeah. But then, you will know what I'm going to tell them, right? Your circumstances are neutral, mm. right? It doesn't matter what happened. Yes, those are facts you can mm-hmm. share with me, but you forgot that there's something that happened in between those facts and how you're feeling. It is the story. Mm. It is your story about the facts. Yeah. So all circumstances are neutral until you have a thought about it. Yeah. And when you think that those things have caused your misery and your suffering, that's because you say that you are a victim yeah. of those things. Mm-mm. And it's not going to serve you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I think sometimes there are a lot of structural, societal reasons, you know, why sometimes um, people suffer, right? Mm. So for example, you can blame your parents, right? Mm. Sometimes people blame their parents because their parents are poor, Mm. cannot give them a good childhood or Mm. their parents committed crimes, went to jail. Mm. Therefore, you grow up that way. Mm. You know, I think the structural forces can be very strong. Mm. We have to acknowledge that also. Mm. But at the same time, I think you have a point about the story also, Mm. right? Like the story, like basically you can believe in two different stories. You can believe that oh, it's my parents, so now I don't have a choice. I'm fixed already. Yeah. I'm broken already. Okay, you see? Or, mm, yeah, you see, sorry. You might have been dealt with a poor uh, hand of cards. Yeah. Right? Like, for example, you come from a very poor family, not educated, mm. or maybe you come from, uh, you're an orphan, you have no parents, mm. very unloved, right? My question to you is, can you find me examples where people have been in that same circumstances and they thrived? Mm. Yeah. So there will always be. There will be, and there will be a lot, right? Correct. Because your circumstances, yes, you might have started off at a different, uh, like a poorer state or whatever, mm. but as long as you don't make it mean anything, yeah. you can always start from a clean slate. Yeah, so it's, it's a matter of believing either that you don't have a choice, you can't, mm-hmm. or believing that you can. It's two, it's two different correct, stories, right? Correct. It's growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Yeah. So I think that it's important that we go out to try to spread this other alternative story, mm-hmm. which is that you have a choice, you can move on beyond your generational trauma. You can stop yes. it now. Yes. Right? So this message is it very important. It stops with important. you. And then it starts with you. Yeah. You can write a whole new chapter, Beautiful, a whole right? new book, right? So practice radical responsibility. Mm. Okay. Take full responsibility for everything in your life. Okay. And start with a clean slate. Yes. Doesn't matter what story there is before today. Mm. You can just let it go. Release yeah. that. Okay. It has no power over you unless you let it continue to rule over how you think and feel. Mm. Yeah. You can get out of that. So that's the second reason. Huh? Another reason. Mm. 
not investing in yourself. This is a big one. Yeah. This is a big one. But actually, a lot of my clients don't have this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they want to do coaching or they're doing um, self-development work, they're exploring, it means that they are investing in themselves. Yeah. Right? They're finding a, a different way, a different option to live. I think this problem is for maybe people who, you know, sometimes people give a lot and then they think, oh, I'm giving everything to my children, mm. to my family. Mm. And then they think, oh, you know, like, then why are things still like that? Mm. They forget that they can give to themselves exactly. as well. Exactly. So yeah. before you take care of other people, you have to take care of yourselves. Mm. And then also investing in yourself is not like buying yourself a Hermes bag. Mm. That's not investing in yourself, mm. right? Like I think a lot of people don't think about like splurging 10, 13, $20,000 on a Hermes bag. Mm. But then when it comes to their own like self-development, they wouldn't go and buy a book to read. <laughs> you know, they, they think that, oh, it's such a waste of money. Oh, this is a like hardcover yeah. 47. Wow, very expensive. Yeah. But then they go and buy a Hermes bag. That's, you know very, I mean? that's a very interesting thought. Yeah, that's mindset. what I mean by not investing in yourself. Like you invest in a lot of the pleasures. Correct. Like pleasuring yourself, you're very good in those kind of investments. Mm-hmm. Like, I call them uh, expenditure. Like, those are expenditure. <laughs> but in, investment is something that when you put in, it, it gives you the ROI. That's yeah. what makes it an investment, right? I think it helps to remember that we actually can keep learning one. Mm-hmm. You know, like le- learning doesn't stop in schools. Ma. Exactly. I think that's very interesting because I realise a lot of people after they get out of school, right? That's, that's where the learning yeah. stops. They feel like, okay, I finished my whole lifetime of learning. Yeah, now yeah. I'm ready to go and Correct. work. And use my same wukong over and over again. The first few, the few steps, you know, over and over again. That's it. There's no more learning I need. I've acquired everything that I need from school already. Yeah. You know, I, I read somewhere, I can't remember where, but this article was saying how there are a lot of people who get to where they are in their career mm. with just like, Things that they learned in their first year. Yeah, and they continue doing the same thing. Correct. Yeah. And then they cannot grow beyond that. Correct. So I think we sometimes forget that we actually can keep learning until the day we die. Exactly. So, you know, like for me, right, just again yesterday when I was running, I was like, oh my God, thinking about learning and I'm like, what am I learning these days? Like I'm doing my um, certification, you know, I feel like I have quantum leaps in terms of my soul education right now like mm. life education, soul mm-hmm. education that was so solid missing. So I feel that the first 20 years in school up to university, we were taught kind of very academic stuff. Yeah. Right? Like the math, the science, the subjects, the yeah. language, you know. But then now, I think that now that I'm in my like 40s, my education has shifted gears altogether. Mm. It's the actually the high level stuff now. Mm. Like for example, okay, now that I've got my career, my job down, you know, I've got my, my love life down, I've got my friendship down, I know how to speak in Chinese, English and Japanese down. What else do I want to learn, right? I'll be like, life. Mm. How to live a fulfilling life. Um, being connected to other people, being connected to the universe, yeah. beyond the physical embodiment of the world. Is there yeah. something else? <laughs> right? I find that, oh my God, I need other kinds of teachers now. And there are yeah, like higher exactly. level teachers that teach this kind of high level concepts. I'm ready to receive this kind of education. Yes, because you're always so attuned to yourself. Like, where am I now? Where am I now in right. life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I continue to want to invest in myself. Like I'm like yeah. always looking at oh, what other teachings that I mm. can learn, what other books I can read, you know, yeah. what other coaches I can hire. Actually, I think an important thing to remember, right, is learning is not about credentials. Because mm. sometimes we we might think, oh, I want it's to a certificate. upscale, right? <laughs> yeah, I go and take my masters, mm. right, and get another degree, right. Mm. But I think um, credentials is actually just signaling mm. to your employer, mm. <laughs> your 
you know, what certificate you have. Mm. But it doesn't mean you have learned anything. Eh. Yes. You can actually go through and get a certificate and learn nothing. Yeah, yep. you can. Eh. Because we Singaporeans are very good at regurgitation, <laughs> students. Just Correct. go in and pay, 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 pay. Then vomit, right? Vomit yeah. out, diarrhea out. Now they forget. Correct. Yeah. But we can actually go to the library and learn something or watch a YouTube video or talk to someone. To me, right, learning actually means an expansion. Right? It can be expansion of the heart, the soul, the mind, yep. your values, mm. who you are. That's mm. actually pure learning. It's got mm. nothing to do with the certification at the end of the day. There's no structure to it. Yeah. As long as this piece of information you take in, no matter what format it is, right? whether it's a conversation with a stranger at a cafe, as long as it expands you, mm. that's learning in and of itself. It's an education. You can have an education with a stranger on a bus. Yeah. Correct. And I think learning is also having new thoughts. Exactly. Rather than having that same seven thoughts. Right. A varied, challenging perspective. Mm. Right? Opening up your mind and your horizon and your vision, your capacity. That's what learning is. Yeah. So my question to you, Xiao Mao, is are you investing in yourself? Today and every day. Good question. How are you investing in yourself? Yeah, um, not not many kiosks, huh? not bags, huh? mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's the next one, Becky? Trying to please everyone. Okay, you can see how that can cock block you. Yeah. What happens when you try and please everyone? Uh, what? Sorry, you're asking me. Yeah. Is it? Sorry, I'm trying to pluck this <laughs> mouth from my microphone. What's about your mouth? I don't know. I know John Liu Xiao either. Make a mouth, the mouth. John John. Hundo, hundo mouth, the mouth. Yeah. Then go a little too too. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to the conversation. When you are people pleasing all the time, you please nobody. Yes. You know. You please nobody. You think you're pleasing yourself. other people? Yeah. You know when you are pleasing other people, you think you are pleasing other people. You might not be pleasing that people. You think you are pleasing that person, but maybe not. That's out of your control, yeah? Yeah. yeah. But at the end of it, you are not pleasing yourself. You are actually a liar. Actually, people pleasers are liars. Mm. You are just living out of integrity yeah. of yourself. So true. Right? So how can you live a fulfilling life when you don't take care of what you want and your core desires? Yeah, yeah. So you are not being real. You are not being honest with yourself, what yeah. you truly want, yeah. right? People pleasing means you're scared of other people having an opinion about you, not liking you. Correct. And you're only doing those things because you don't want other people to be upset with you. Yes, because you're not you actually want to be doing liked. it because you want to do it. Yeah, because you want to be liked. But do it's you very like sad. my question is then, okay, let's go one level higher, okay? When you do that, even if everybody likes you, do you like yourself? Hmm. Think about that. This is the million dollar question. Yeah. A lot of people just stop at the, okay, people like me, full stop. I'll make do with that. But let's push it a little bit. Just one more step. Mm. When that happens, let's say when that happens, when everybody likes you, you get what you want. Mm. Do you like yourself in that state? This is what leads to meltdowns. Exactly. Because you're sick of yourself. Resentment, right? Oh Saying that you do something, right? And then doing it, forcing yourself, like dreading it. Scary, eh? Right? Like, oh, there's no enjoyment and no joy at all. Yeah. Right? And then other people around you, even if they're pleased, lah, right? <laughs> even they're so happy with Actually, you, they, they love don't you. give a shit. They don't give a shit. They but even if they do, you're suffering yeah. in the process. No point, right? No point. Yeah. Okay? So please stop pleasing everyone, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Okay? Another reason is waiting for the right timing. Yes. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, so I think this this is very good for procrastinators especially. Like, they love to wait for the right time. They're like just pushing it, delaying, pushing it, pushing it all, waiting for weeks and months and years to come by. Not just right time, right? Right time, right place, right people, right thing. (laughs) Exactly. They want all the 天时地利人和 to collide. 
So this is a form of perfectionism. I yes, think, yes. Of wanting things to be just exactly right. Yes. So the thing is, we just very recently we talk about um, on IG stories we talk about the resources of time and money which do you value more mm. it's very telling because we have people who value money oh, more than time mm. uh, a lot of people value time as well yeah but then you, I was just trying to explain that these are the two precious commodities that we have I left out another commodity which is our attention and our energy but we leave it for another day but between money and time why is this so important to discuss because there are a lot of people who use time to exchange for money mm. Because they want to make more money. Because that's where they think it's a more valuable resource, the money. So they use the time to exchange for the money. Without really thinking about how valuable time is in yeah. and of itself. Time, whether you like it or not, is finite. You can't accumulate, you can't store, you can't save. Yeah. If you don't spend the 24 hours that you have a day wisely, it's gone. Whether you use it, you don't use it, it's gone. Mm. Money, even if you have lost it all, you can always make again. Yeah. So I'm um, bring this up because time is very precious. Yeah. While you're waiting for the right time to do something, in the meantime, time is just ticking by. Mm. So you've got to seize time by its balls. Yes. Yeah, so don't wait. Huh? You know, there's this saying that the best time to plant a tree was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> when is the next best time? Sorry, when is the next best time? Mm. Now? Yes! <laughs> okay, so my tool okay? Huh? You know what? Uh, even if you live for 80 years, right? Mm. Actually, you only have 29,000 days or so. Mm. 29,200 days. Mm. It's, it's very little. Eh? Yeah. You know, there's this experiment. For, yeah. There's this experiment that um, uh, I get my clients to do these days when they are procrastinating. I always tell them, give them a very sobering exercise. I say, you get a blank piece of paper. Okay? Then I want you to draw a line, a horizontal line. I want to put your age now. And then they put the age that you think you're going to die. Mm. Let's be very, very generous. La, 100. <laughs> okay? I said you count how many years you have left. Yeah. That's it, you know? Yeah. That's it on a piece of paper you can see, you know? And mm. I said you still want to TikTok away, is it? <laughs> no, right? You got to start now already. What's holding you back? Again, you. You're your own biggest cock blocker. Wow. Okay, another reason you're not living your life fully is you're waiting... To feel inspired. Yes. <laughs> Waiting to feel motivated. Okay, this one, uh, I have to work very hard on this myself. Although I'm constantly inspired and motivated. Yeah, so I'm very scared of the times when I'm very uninspired. Actually, the days where I don't feel excited about anything. Because you need to feel excitement in order to work on something. Correct. Right? And I you like, need to be aligned. I like that feeling, that gush. Like, oh, because it propels me and I move very fast and I feel very aligned, excited. The momentum and the energy is one that is like very fast moving forward. I like that feeling. So when I'm uninspired, I feel like, hmm, I don't have the fuel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But my relationship with that has also changed. Okay. Because I realized that it's not motivation and inspiring. Like as a creator, you need to know that sometimes you just don't feel inspired or motivated, <laughs> right? I'm lucky because I feel inspired and motivated most of the time. Yes. But I think for some people it doesn't come so easy. So does yes. that mean that you just sit around and do nothing? I, I think just doing this podcast alone has really shown that to me also. Because mm. over the course of what, 70 episodes, right? Yes. Not every episode I feel Wow, align and then yeah, I feel so, you feel so good to do it. To do it. You know, there are mm. days you're so frazzled and so tired. No, there were days where you're tired or sick. Yeah, but you still have to do it. Show and up. that's how you create that momentum. Exactly. And then you feel motivated the next time to do it. Exactly. 
So yeah, don't wait for me. to feel inspired or motivated. You need to exchange that with commitment. Uh, there's a mantra also. Mm. Action precedes motivation. Okay, tell that me means more. you don't feel motivated to mm. do something, right? Mm. Do it first. Mm. When you do it, you will start to get more interested. Exactly. You'll start to like get into the groove of it. Exactly. And then you'll want to do it naturally. Yes, yes. Mm. It's like when you're sad, right? You can force a smile on your face. <laughs> and then somehow the body. Yeah, <laughs> la, but then the body sometimes will, you know, it's like you do it enough times, it takes over. Like you generate the feel good like hormones and stuff like that. So it's just like when you're sluggish, right? The last thing you want to do is actually go out for a run. Mm. But you go and run. And uh-huh. then you go like, oh, I'm energized. You know what I mean? Very counter. Correct. Very counterintuitive. This one I also like have some difficulty with exercising. Because like, oh, I don't have the yeah. desire. You're always yes, waiting, for, waiting that for desire. desire. When will you have the desire to exercise? Yes. Yeah, sure. I had the desire after, you know, sometimes you watch a video mm. once in a while. Yeah, you like you're, you're motivated, inspired. Yeah, yeah, but it's very rare. Ma. Correct. So it's hard to be very committed. So if you are, you're waiting for those moments where you feel oh, yeah. inspired and ready to do something, then you're royally fucked already. Correct. Right, because more than half the time, you don't you're feel not. like doing it. Yeah. Then does that mean that you don't do it? Mm. You will not be living life fully, Correct. really. Correct. Right? If you're always waiting to feel inspired to do something. Yeah. Mm. Hey! So, hi, hi, hi. Woo! Dynamite! We are open. What is open? Lito Academy is open. <laughs> yes, we finally. After years in the making, Lito Academy is here. We are so excited to see you guys inside. Yeah. So um, come and find us. Come and join us at Lito.academy. See you inside. Next reason, comparisonitis. Yes. Okay, so there are two dangers uh, when you compare yourself. This one is a big one. Okay. When you compare to your, yourself to other people, there can be two outcomes. One is you realise that, oh, I'm so much better off than other people. <laughs> and you go like, oh, then the complacency effect. Then pick you knew. Yeah, then you're like, mm, 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 mm. don't do anything. Okay, I'm good enough. I can rest. I can relax one corner. Yeah. Okay. The other one is you compare and you go like, oh my God. Imposter syndrome la. Feel very bad about yourself. Lousy about yourself la. Deflated la. Discouraged la. Then you don't do anything because you go like, what's the point? Mm. You feel dejected. You don't do up. You don't do, do anything. You don't show up. You don't put out your business offering. Mm. Right? You don't, you don't go and build that business that you want because you think that all oh, 10,000 other people are doing the same thing, offering the same thing. What is the solution to comparisonitis? The solution to comparisonitis is that I feel that the only person that you need to compare is not with other person. I think you can compare. But you compare with yourself. Mm. Like, the only comparison you need to do is, are you a more aligned person or more of who you are? Are you living the vision the way you want to compared to the person yesterday? Mm. That's the only comparison. Love That's it. the only question you need to ask yourself. I yes love or it. no? Yeah. Right? For me, it's always like that. Like, I don't really look at... Because for me, okay, wait till I share with you my story of the story of Ling Manfen. You know, my mom actually, the way she brought me up, she's always like, don't compare yourself to other people who is the best version that you can be. Yeah. Even if other people get 99, you get 99, you think you're very good. Man, what is the ex- most excellent <laughs> score that you can get is 100. Right. So that is actually very toxic education for me. But in a way, it wired me to grow up and not really look at what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like I always look at what is the best that I can do myself. Never, never mind if I'm really so good, but I don't think it's so good. Mm. It's not so good at all. It doesn't matter even if you're like ahead above other people. Yeah. What is the best that you can be? Mm-mm-mm. So I always compare my journey. Like who am I today compared to yesterday? Am I living more in alignment today than yesterday? That's the only That's thing that matters nice. to me. That's very nice, yeah. Mm. 
Okay, the next reason is being afraid of discomfort. Mm, this one, I think, it's all of us, most people. Yeah. Right, this is actually tied to the inspiration and breathing to feel motivated. It's like you're saying that you only want to feel good before you do something. Mm. You only want to do something when it has no discomfort. <laughs> so there's an interesting exercise that you can do, which is mm. try to, every time you think of something that you are very uncomfortable doing, do it. Yeah. But like not the big things. Eh? I don't mean the big things, like the small things. Yes, you have to like, flex that muscle. You don't feel like washing your plate immediately. Do it. Yeah. You don't feel like going for a swim. Do it. Mm. Yeah, I think it does help la, mm. to, to kind of like program yourself more. You know, there's this uh, mind tool that uh, is being taught by this person called Mel Robbins. Uh-huh. And it's called the five second rule. So what she does is that when, when she says that when you do something, when you want to do something and you feel a lot of discomfort or a lot of inertia, mm. a lot of resistance, like you don't want to do it. Mm. You don't think, you just, you just count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, do. Oh. So it's a brain hack. You don't think, you don't okay. count one, two, three, four, five. You go five. Five, two, five, four, three, two, one, and you do it. That's because it takes the mind off. Because when you think that you don't want to do something and you just ruminate, you won't do it. Uh. So you got to interrupt, you got to disrupt the brain. When you want, you think of something you want to do, right? You just like five, four, three, two, one, do. Something that you don't want to do. Yes. Or anything that you want to do. Just right. do it. <laughs> Just do it. Like, okay, you, you want right. to mop the floor? Five, four, three, two, one, do. <laughs> it's like, it's a temporary disconnection between, um, you don't allow the brain to go like, mm, I don't want to do anything yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's correct, just disconnected with the five, four, three, two, one. Don't correct, you be very focused with the five, four, three, two, one, and you do. You it almost interject. seems fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, then it becomes um, it becomes a habit. No, then you realise, wow, I have more, more control over myself exactly. than I thought I did, right? It's like you hijack your brain. Like yeah. you, you don't let your brain come in and cock block you. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think we can do something similar with boredom also. Boredom is very uncomfortable, so mm-hmm. we hate it. Mm-hmm. So we want to pick up our phone, look, look through Instagram, right? Correct. So the moment you feel like, wow, I'm going to be bored, you embrace want to reach it. for it. Embrace it. Mm. Then Try you go to five, four, three, two, one, embrace. Experience the boredom. Like feel what it feels like. Yes. What, what is this feeling called boredom? Can yes. I actually enjoy it? What is so terrible about boredom? Yeah. Let's, what freaks you out let's about just it? Just sit with it for What's a while. What's so uncomfortable about the boredom? Yeah. What is so uncomfortable about sitting there and not doing anything? That day I went to queue for fish soup, my favorite fish soup, right? And the queue is like one hour long, that kind. And then you're on your phone. Then I was like, Meditate. Shit. No, I forgot to bring my phone. <gasps> <laughs> da, da, da. But but I love the fish soup so much. That you I was are willing like, to wait. No, I'm not gonna leave the queue. Yes, I'm but I didn't have today. my phone, ma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just for an hour, I just like look at, look at people using their phone. Okay, how was it? Explain the to s- describe the experience. So it's very boring at first. Mm. But because I have some experience with all this meditation and like embracing boredom, so I was like, okay, just look around you lah, and then experience life now. Just look around, then so, so, think about my life. So how did it come out, present to you? Like, did you realise that you were bored and you were looking for something? Did, did you, were you aware of that? Yeah, because, you know, we are so used to it. My Like, oh, okay, I'm queuing up, so I shall look at my phone. Mm. So when I tried to do that, I was like, eh, my phone is not around. Mm. So I had a moment of like, <sighs> depression. Like, yes, the heart sank. La. Yeah, the heart sank. Like, shit, and what am I going to do think, now? Should I just leave the queue, forget yes. it? But I'm like, no, I so love the fish soup. determined to eat the fish soup. Determined. Mm-hmm. Because the queue is like that one every mm-hmm. day. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, shit. I came all the way from Upper Thompson to Aukang, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I just queued. And at first, the discomfort was there, but it, yeah. it went away very quickly. Yes, it will dissipate. So, but this really comes with practice. Yes. What if 
boredom can be enjoyable. Exactly. No, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. It always ends up being enjoyable. One. Yeah, right? That day I went out for dinner also with uh, Carrie, right? I forgot mm. my phone. Mm. After a while, I, I was enjoying my dinner because, you know, you no start distraction, to very present. Yeah, then I was like saying, oh, you know, I should do this more often and mm. leave my phone behind. That kind of thing. Mm. It's enjoyable. But on a daily basis, our brain is like, oh, bring my exactly. phone, bring my phone, bring my phone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So try it. Yes. Okay, another reason why we're not living life fully is the fear of failure slash fucking up. Yes. So this is a big one. Uh. This one requires another masterclass altogether, mm. right? But this fear of failure is because you think that failing is a bad thing. That's yeah. all. You're afraid of it because you think it's a bad thing. Mm. So it's just like boredom, right? What if we redefine our understanding and our relationship with boredom and failure? Yeah. What if there's no such thing as failure? What if you removed? I'm just sometimes I just like, what if it's so nice in the human dictionary, right? We didn't there's have no this word. Yeah, failure. there's no such word as failure. Like, how can it be a failure? There's no failure one in life. Call it on the way to success. Exactly. It's just data, right? <laughs> it's just that this didn't work out because of all these reasons. Correct. It's just information. There's no failure at all. There can never be failure in life. Yeah. There can never be. Let that sink in, okay? It's just that simple, right? Yes. Right. So you know, uh, uh, some people, their reputation is not good mm. because they have maybe tried many things in their life mm. and they failed at many things. Mm. And then people around them will start to say, you see, this person just can't, you know, make it. Make it. Mm. This person tries so many things already. Mm. But if we reframe it, actually this person is so brave, right? To mm. try so many things. Yes. Rather than, you know, being the kind of person who tries one thing, fails, and never tries anything again. Yeah. And stays in that thing forever because he's afraid of failing. What, what, what if there's no failing? It's just that he tries many things. He, yeah. And so-called failure is just not mm, having monetary success, for Correct. Example, A lot eyes. of us measure success against that. So, and that if it didn't happen, that means it's a failure. Yeah, let's oh. rethink that. Yes. Right? Yes. So for me, right, like, I always tell myself my success is inevitable. <laughs> Me too, right? Actually. It's a done deal. Yeah. Right? It's a given. Yeah. And I believe that for my clients as well. Yeah. Like when my clients come to me and they have a lot of cock blocking thoughts, yeah, yeah. right? Mindset. I can't do this. I'm a failure. I'm never successful. I always flop. I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. All that, right? I'm like, that you, you chose to think that. But can I tell you something? Mm. For me, I see you in your in your most magnificent, glorious state. Wow. And to me, I already see the future and the possibility for you. It is there. It is a mm. done deal. I believe that fully for you. Yeah. Now, my question to you is, are you on board with my belief for you? Mm. Do you want to catch up to my belief for you yeah. of what is possible? And okay. they're like, <sighs> I said, why <laughs> do I believe in you more than you believe in yourself? Mm. Right? So for me, for my clients, I think that it's a done deal for them. When they come to me and they say they want to build a seven-figure business, I say, yeah, it's a done deal. Ask and you shall receive. What's stopping you? <laughs> and they're like, mm, me? And I say, yeah, you're your biggest cock blocker. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the question is, how can you believe in something like you want, you set your heart to doing and it's a done deal for you? Like you believe in it so fully that it's unquestionable. Yeah. And therefore, it is a success. Mm. Right, and you can't fail. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I have the same um, feeling for Lito. Yes. Just like, just like I had the same feeling for my photography or so. Yes. I had that thought of like, I don't know where it comes from, of like, it's 
happening. It's the energetics. Like I just I just know that it will happen because yes. I'm going to make it happen. It's a deep knowing. It's a done deal. And this is how you manifest stuff, mm. right? You don't wait for that thing to happen before you feel a certain way. To get to that thing, you first need to feel the thing that you, f- you want to feel when you get that thing <laughs> now. Because that's what's <laughs> going to pull you and push you there. Yeah. To get to that thing, first you have to feel the thing that will get you there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The thing that you think that you're going to feel after you get that thing, <laughs> okay? You don't wait for that sequence. Yeah. You that the same emotion, you must feel it now. You gotta channel it now. You gotta feel it and generate that feeling now. Mm. And then that feeling is gonna get you there. I think this is a, a kind of belief in yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're not believing in the universe. Exactly. Or I don't know. But you're believing in like you can bring yourself there. Yes. Success is inevitable, right? Because you see, if your own opinion of yourself, you have such a deep belief in what you're capable of, then everything that, okay, is a momentary failure is really just more data to how you can get there eventually. Mm, to mm. you, it's a done deal. Like, if your vision is all the way at the end and you know it's happening, if anything fucks up right now in the, mid- in the meantime, it's not a fuck up. Mm. Oh, it's a fuck up. I think I asked a question on Instagram story. I said, why is it called a fuck up and not a fuck up? Why? Uh? It's a fuck up because... Oh, you're you going were, up? Yes, you're going up. You will just level up. Right. It's not a fuck down. Mm. So reframe. Next time you go like, I just fucked up again, right? Or I failed, yes, right? Yes, I you fucked just, up. Yes, I fucked up. I fucked up this way so I can level up. <laughs> and why is that a bad thing? The level, the, the ladder of fuckery. Exactly. Why is discomfort a bad thing? Why is boredom a bad thing? Why is failure and fucking up a bad thing? Redefine your relationship with these things. Wow. Yeah. Okay, our next point is not being clear about what success means to you or what you truly desire. Yes. So this is um, a bit of a woo-woo-ness, right? I believe that, I always say your inner world will direct what your outer world is going to look like. Your outer world will be a mirror of your internal world. Mm. Okay? So because of this, you need to be very clear about your desires and your intentions and your vision. Mm. Because the universe doesn't like vagueness. Mm. The universe loves specificity. So the more specific you can be, about what you want, what your desires are, what your intentions are, what your, what your year is going to look like, what mm. your vision is going to look like, what the success look like to you at the end of it. Right. Right. Then the universe will direct those good things your way. Mm. So that's why I think personal clarity work is very important. Yeah, so I feel that not being clear, not having personal clarity, right, is actually the result of you. You are not constantly reflecting mm. and recalibrating, mm. right? So mm. I think a friend told me that day, she said like, oh, she doesn't always recalibrate. So when you don't do that, it means that you are very autopilot in a way. You're, yes. You're just like living life, right? You're not attuned to insight. Exactly. What your inner map is telling exactly. you. Exactly. So this other thing that I want to talk about, right, which is another cock blocker, is to react to life instead of responding. Mm. So you're just waiting for life to squeeze you. Like, in, you're in a very terrible job, right? You hate it, right? You don't like this job at all, yeah. but you stay in it, and you're waiting for something to happen before you get out of it. Mm. So this is called reacting. You're waiting for somebody to fire you, or someone to terminate you, or for, for someone, for you to lose your own job. Then you go like, oh, I have no choice now, I have to find another job. Responding will be different. Responding means that you do the internal work. Mm. You find out why you're dreading this work so much. Yeah. Why it's out of alignment. What is it that you want? Mm. And you quit that job and you go and get the thing that you want. That's called responding to life. That's right. not reacting to life. Correct. Yeah. And I think to get there, right, you really need to listen to yourself. 
So to listen to yourself, you have to have some alone time. You are so busy with your life, right? You will never have the time to have that inner attunement. So I think we should have a little bit less guilt about you know like finding some time, being alone. I I don't know. You could you could have a one day retreat. Yes. If you can't do a one week retreat, yes. Just one day out alone to think through your own life. Thinking time. Set aside thinking time. Yeah. Like just you Away can even schedule from it. other people. Correct. Like last time I used to do thinking retreats, right? Yeah, I go to correct, Bangkok no? and then I just mm. like disappear, evaporate from earth and then just spend time with myself by myself. And I intentionally talk about, think about, okay, what do I want to do for the next quarter, the next three months? Yeah. What's working? What's not working? How yeah. do I feel? Do I still want to do this? Correct. You know, yeah. even though this is making me money, do I want to continue doing this? Mm. Right? So we can do a mini version of that. At the in- academy? No, I mean in our normal life, Oh, in our normal life, right? Yeah, of course, of course, yes. Like Anytime. Going, yeah, you don't have to go overseas for a retreat. So, mm. Kwanza, right? Mm. Yeah, just one day alone. Or when you're on a toilet, right? <laughs> when you're pooping, right? You can like, okay, I want to do thinking pooping now. <laughs> so, when I'm pooping, I want to think about my life. Okay, what, what's right? What's wrong? Yeah, what do you want to do more? Too. <laughs> or when if you're you showering. really... You know, squeeze for time. Exactly. Right? You can do it anytime when you're driving. Yeah, yeah, driving is damn good for that. Yes, correct. Just space out or running or yeah. swimming. Yeah, but you always have to come back to yourself. Correct. Mm. Mm. So that's about it. All the reasons. Do you have any other reasons why you're not living life fully? I think that sums it up. Like those are the main cock blockers. This is a very woo-woo point. Mm. We were just talking about it just mm. now. But um, one of the reasons why we don't live life to the fullest is because we are so scared of death. Mm. Wow, so this is a big one. of losing our loved ones mm-hmm. and our, we're also so scared of ourselves, you mm. know, losing this physical body. Mm. Yeah, and I think that does hold us back a little bit. Mm. In what way? How? How do you think that hinders us? Like when you're so scared of losing things, right? You don't want things to change. Mm. But change is the engine of life, right? Mm. Like if you want to grow, you got to change. You want a new thing, you need to change. Mm. So I, I think if you're so fearful of death, you're actually fearful of change, mm. right? It might not manifest as like, oh, I'm scared of dying. Mm. Like for at our more superficial level, it might be, I'm so scared of changes. Right, you just want to feel sec- secure, safe and certain. You want certainty. Yeah, you want life to stay the same forever. Like, mm. oh, this is the most safe already. Nothing will happen to me here in mm. this very safe place. Then you make a lot of fear-based decisions. So you won't grow lah. Correct. Yeah, you'll be like atrophying basically. If you're actually staying the, the same way you were 20 years ago and 20 years later, you're still the same person, you're atrophying. Yeah, correct. So that's actually a good barometer, right? To, mm. to evaluate yourself. Like, yeah. where were you 10 years ago? Mm. Where are you now? I think a lot of people, their life still don't change. Still in the same right? place? Like five years, 10 years, they don't change their life. Right? Yeah, long. So it years. could be because of this fear of change. Mm. You, you're worried that change will bring you to a worse place. Mm. Mm. But without having this capacity to change, you have no chance to go up. Mm. I mean, you might go down. You don't know, right? Life brings you. But you have no chance Mm. to move up. Mm. Mm. I love that. So this brings me back to, you know, how Yuan was saying that everything in this world is powered by two major forces. Is it fear or is it love? Right? So are your decisions of your life fueled by fear? So there's a lot of avoidance. There's a lot of um, not doing, hiding, shrinking. Right? Mm. Staying put. Yeah. Inertia. Right? Just trying to be comfortable all the time. Or is it love-based? Love-fueled? About possibilities? About being future-focused? Yeah. You know? About going after a dream? 
living a the impossible dream? Mm. Is it more powered by that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, living a full life doesn't mean you have to be like Elon Musk, mm. right? You got to live that exaggerated, mm. crazy, ambitious life. Mm. It can be a very small life, mm. right? A full life is not a big life. It's not a big life. We're not talking not about that. Life. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like, you know, fireworks and parties and everything. No, you get to decide what full is for you, right? Yeah. B- before it feels full, you need to understand what makes it full. What is your container for you? What kind of container are you? Yeah. Are you a small cup, a small mug? <laughs> are you a teacup? You know? Yeah. Are you a basin? Yeah, right? correct, yeah. correct. We're all different, right? Exactly. So for, we're different but the same. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, I feel full life right, in my own definition, right? Is firstly, realize that I'm a soul having a human experience, right? Mm. Then secondly, to face up to my human experience, mm. right? To be so, ex- how does it, to, to realize that, oh, I'm so privileged to mm. be this soul having a human experience. Yes. And this human experience comes with everything. Mm. Failure, loss, suffering, pain. Yes. At the same time, there's joy, happiness, and hope. The full spectrum of the human experience. Yeah, I want the full spectrum. The richness of the human yes. experience. And I want to embrace all of this, mm. uh, the good and the bad, mm. you know? And I think this is what I think of as a full life. Yes, the 50-50. Not the half life, right? I don't yes. want to live the half life. If you want all good, right, to be your life, it's just the 50 of it. That's <laughs> the half life. That's not a full life. Yeah. If you just want all the good, because the full life is the good and the bad. Correct. Right? So and it's this contrast, yeah. the richness of it, yeah. right? So when I'm suffering, I also want to be there and experience it, like experience Process my bottom, it, right? whole space for it. Exactly, the bottom. Yeah. Experience my suffering also. Because if I'm a soul, then actually at the end of the day, suffering is not suffering. Mm. Suffering is the seed of something else, mm. right? It's actually part of life. Mm. And it's all magical at the end. Right, Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I'm levitating. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really subscribe to this whole um concept of embracing the fifty fifty because that's what whether you like it or not, life is going to have fifty percent of the good, fifty percent of the bad. So my mind got blown recently when we were in certification class and we were trying to do the thought modeling, right? The unintentional to the intentional, mm. and that was when I was given the thought model, the intentional model, and then my coach actually said, "Dan, do you know that you can?" intentionally pluck you know we have C-T-F-A-R right? and F is for feeling right mm. do you know that in the intentional model you can intentionally pluck in discomfort mm. yes and my wow. mind got blown right which means you can pluck in in your intentional model boredom mm. but how that's, do you that's another high level that's right? high level it's like normally you want to feel good feelings. yeah it's like oh you mean I can choose a negative emotion intentionally yeah yeah, so the question becomes, how can a negative, in air quotes, emotion serve you? Mm. Because all emotions are neutral until you have a thought about it. Yeah. Bingo. Wow. Explosion! Woo! It's so interesting, right? High level stuff. You know the Stoics? The Stoics are a bunch of people who believe in Stoicism, like mm. this philosophy, yes. right? Western philosophy. And they believe, because life is 50-50, they also mm. believe that, right? Mm. And if you to be prepared for the discomfort of life. They also want to sometimes intentionally yes. uh, experience discomfort. It's so, like death. You also want to rehearse the idea of death. When yeah, so dead. sometimes they will just go a day without eating their you know, food they like. Mm. They will go homeless, mm. <laughs> experience what it feels like to be out there in the elements. Mm. Yeah. 
I love this conversation. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, and so today is really just a high level bird's eye view of all the things. But I think all of these things that we talk about, the fear of failure, fear of death, you know, waiting to feel inspired and motivated, you know, wanting to people please, all these can be another masterclass in and of itself. Yeah. That's why we have the Lito Academy, right? <laughs> yes. So we want to invite you. If any of these things kind of resonate with you, we want to invite you to come join us at the School of Life because we process all these things together. Yeah. There's accountability for the days where we don't feel inspired or motivated. Yeah. You have there somebody. Will be. Yes, we will hold you accountable. We're saying, ah, we will remind you about your grander vision, <laughs> right? And also when you But fail, it's okay, we will let you mope for a bit. Exactly. We can throw <laughs> a little manja party for you. Yes. <laughs> and also like, for example, if you strive to do something and in, in your books you have failed, we can also process that together, mm. right? And then we can also unpack that and then we all realise that, oh my God, it's just data. Let's unpack the data and let's find out how yes. we can do better the next round. Yes. Yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to fail our way to success together. Grow as we go. Grow as we go. And how do you grow? You grow through the discomfort, right? You grow through the things that didn't work so that you know what is going to work and you just keep trying. Yeah. Right? When something didn't happen, it's just for you for you to know that, okay, this is the wrong way to go about doing this. Let's mm. try another route. That's yeah. it. That's all it means. Yes. And how can that be a bad thing when it gives you more information and more clarity? Mm. It can't be a bad thing. It will always serve you. Yeah. So there's it's no neutral. failure. Yes. Let's talk about talk about our song. Yeah. Oh what my is God. your song about? My song is an amazing Chinese song. It's called Ye Zi. My song is also a Chinese song. Eh? Yeah, it's called Ye Zi. Ye Zi. Yeah, and it's by uh, Su Yun Ying. Which Ye? Ye Hai Zi de Ye. Ye Hai Zi. Ye Zi. And I want to share the lyrics with you. It's okay. a very Zheng Neng Liang de Yishou Ge. And this song is just performed to like, only she can sing this song. Okay. And you, when you hear, you will know why. This is really, she wrote this song, she composed it and she sang it. I don't think anybody else can sing this song. They can try. <laughs> or not. It has to be her voice and her way of delivering it. And it's about a song about hope and drive and going through all the obstacles and not cockblocking yourself, like just going for it. Okay, I want to share okay. the lyrics with you, okay? I love Hua, I can't see. Uh, wait, uh. Oh no. Okay, let me see. It says, 怎么大风越狠我心越荡换如一丝尘土随风自由的在狂舞我要握紧手中坚定却又飘散的勇气我会变成巨人踏着力气踩着梦 wow. It's a song about Overcoming anything that's in your way because you just have to live life fully. Wow. And that's how you show up. And this is amazing. You have to, I hope you will enjoy this song as much as I did. I just, when I discovered it, I just kept replaying it. This is a live version, actually. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. Mm. Who is it by again? Uh, Sun Yun Ying. Sun Yun Ying. Yeah, okay. uh, Su Yun sorry. Su, Su, Su Yun Ying. She's called Su Su. Because her name is a little bit of a So she oh. said, just call her Su Su. Yes. Uh. She's a Hainan. Is she a new singer or? She is, no, she, she has been around for a while and uh, she's been on a lot of major stages, but she's not like popular or anything. Uh, she's not very conventional looking. She's weird. She's wacky. Oh. She has an amazing voice. It's very wacky as well. She's like a little Asian version of Bjork. Oh. Yeah, so very okay, interesting. Okay, okay. I think you guys will love this song and you will be moved to tears towards the end. It's like, it's so shoyong peng pai. It's hui to live life to the fullest, the ishou ge. I think, then I think play my song first. How, then how? we end your song, like, oh, yeah. since it's so peng pai. Yeah, yeah, right? we want to energize everyone yeah. to just fucking live my life, live yes. your life to the fullest. <laughs> yes, so, nida ge na? Tell okay, us more. My song is but it's called Haiyang mm. by Chen Jian Nian. Oh. 
我没有听过。Yeah， 你没有听过。It's it's a song about um living life fully、嗯、simply because you're alive. Hmm. Because the world is so beautiful. Okay,、嗯、I also want to read the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have both Chinese and English. Okay. Okay. So this song is called "Haiyang" by Chen Jianyan. 选择在晴空万里的这一天，我背着吊缸独自走到了东海岸。徜徉在海边，享受大自然的气息，忘却所有的烦忧，心情放得好轻松。云儿在天上飘，鸟儿在空中飞，鱼儿在水里游，依偎在碧海蓝天，悠游自在的我，好满足此刻的拥有。嗯 ，The English version. Today, under the brilliant blazing sky, I walk towards the east coast with my fishing rod, enjoying the seaside and its beautiful nature. Forgetting all my problems, I feel relaxed. The clouds are floating in the sky, the birds are flying in the air, the fishes are swimming in the sea. I lean under the blue, blue sky, carefree and contented. So beautiful. Yeah. So ordinary. But so extraordinary. Yeah, wishing you guys the most ordinary but extraordinary day. Juice the marrow out of life. See you two next time. Bye.
这么慢，快点，那个门要关了。